0: There's this sense of, well, this person did it and look how well it worked for them. And this other person in my office is doing this strategy and look how well it's working for them. And I'm trying it and it's not working well for me. What's wrong with me? And I see this all the time and it's really, really, it's detrimental because it, it sucks the motivation out of an agent who is a fantastic agent, they just are not aligned in their strategy with what they're doing for lead gen. And so if anyone is listening and you're and you're kind of struggling with this right now, just know there's nothing at all wrong with you. You just need a new strategy.
1: Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Shulseth. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Agent Podcast. I'm here with my friend Ashley Harwood, coming to us out of Los Angeles. Ashley, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks for joining me. So, Ashley, first question I always ask: Why real estate?
0: Well, I'm very strange answer. Um, <laughs> I've always been interested in real estate, even as a child. There was—I don't know how many people remember this—but there was a channel before HGTV that just played little screenshots of the newspaper listings and it would just run through those listings on the television and I would sit there I was probably 6 or 7 years old I would sit there and watch and read as much as I could and take in the square footage and the price and the little picture and try to figure out why is this one smaller but it's more expensive you know so real estate's always kind of been in my blood I guess I didn't grow up with it. Aside from that, you know, my parents weren't in the business or anything, but it's always just been fascinating. So
1: so you're in Los Angeles now, but you're not from there. Where are you originally from?
0: No, no. I was born and raised in Michigan outside Detroit. And then I was in Massachusetts for almost a decade. I've been in LA now. I'm in West LA. have been here for two years and I'm ready to go back to Massachusetts.
1: I don't blame you these days. So let's dive into a little bit. You have, um, I believe a program called move over extroverts.
0: That's my company. Yes. Can you tell me me about that? Yeah. I think it's pretty similar to, to your company in some ways to your agent experience company. So I help agents specifically who are introverts. I do that through coaching workshops, um, I did run a membership for a while too. That's no longer in place, but I might bring it back at some point. And that stemmed from being a full-time agent myself for six years full-time until I started this company and sort of shifted gears where I was spending my time. But there's just a lot of there's a lot of training out there for agents. There's not a lot of training out there for the introverts or the people who are not. Going to pick up the phone and make a hundred calls a day, and that's a big segment of the agent population. So I decided to create some content and just put out there the things that I wish had existed when I was a newer agent. You know,
1: so that's a big difference from somebody going to uh, Cardone University, right, and learning like, yeah. Cardone sales tactics or strategies. Yes, can you dive into how you? warm an introverted person up to bring out the best in them so that they can be a successful real estate agent?
0: Yeah. So let's start by just defining what an introvert is. It can be someone who are, who's very social. There are very outgoing introverts that does exist. It's more about how one's energy flows. So if your energy is sucked dry by being around a bunch of people, that's a sign of being an introvert versus, you know, all the people who are struggling, all the poor extroverts who were stuck at home by themselves during 2020, they weren't getting that energetic replenishment from being around other people. So that's really the, the difference. So what I do with my introverted agents is I help them dig into where their strengths are. Usually it's around asking good questions and listening and giving their clients a sense that they really, truly care and are here to help them. And they're not just a number. And I ask them, you know, we do a lot of work around lead gen because that's most agents main pain point, right? I ask them where they're spending their time already and where are they missing opportunities potentially. Cause a lot of lead gen doesn't have to look like lead gen, you know, what we typically think of it. It doesn't have to be harassing strangers on the phone or showing up at their door, you know, it can be as simple as you're at the soccer field with all the other parents and you have a couple specific conversations um, or you wear a hat that has your company name on it, you know, just little. So I help them find little tweaks and then we add in more things as needed, you know, but it's a lot of working around their personality, where they feel comfortable, you know, where they can push their limits a little bit, but not so far that they are going to be miserable day to day.
1: I love that. I talked to so many agents and the one thing I love about real estate is the ability to build whatever business you want around your personality. And it's not a matter of if you can do it. It's always a matter of how you can do it, right? So I know I've worked with some people that have six kids and only have 15 to 20 hours a week. So for them, their lead generation strategies are going to be completely different than a single person who doesn't have any kids or pets and has 80 hours a week to engage and work, right? And
0: Absolutely. Sounds
1: like you really help people tailor their, their business to their personality, which, I mean, I love that. I think that's great.
0: Yeah, it's totally custom. And I feel like that's really the best way to do it because we've all been there, we go to the conferences, we go to the training and we hear the person on stage saying this worked for me so well, here's all my numbers and it'll work for you too. And it's great. And it, of a thousand people in the room, I'm sure it works for a good number of them, right? And so it's all, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And it's a struggle for the percentage of people who that particular strategy doesn't work for either because of lifestyle or because of personality or because they just hate doing that thing, you know, whatever it is, there's this sense of, Well, this person did it and look how well it worked for them. And this other person in my office is doing this strategy and look how well it's working for them. And I'm trying it and it's not working well for me. What's wrong with me? And I see this all the time and it's really, really, it's detrimental because it, it sucks the motivation out of an agent who is a fantastic agent. They just are not aligned in their strategy with what they're doing for lead gen. And so if anyone is listening and you're and you're kind of struggling with this right now, just know there's nothing at all wrong with you. You just need a new strategy.
1: What do you see as some, I don't know, just name a couple, if you will, like a couple commonalities with introverts and where they struggle in their real estate business?
0: Well, just in in very general terms, introverts don't tend to like feeling like they're bothering people. So when it comes to lead gen and, and follow-up as well, there's a sense of, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to reach out and be a nuisance. And there are, so I help them with that too. I help them find ways to structure their language and choose the right words. And how do you follow up without feeling like you're bothering someone so we come up with some strategies for you know, following up for other reasons. Maybe you host a charity event. Maybe you do a food drive. Maybe you host a client party. Maybe you just check in see how they're doing and don't mention real estate at all. And nine times out of 10, they're gonna bring it up anyway. So you'll have a chance to talk about it, but that doesn't have to be the reason that you reach out to them.
1: So to segue a little bit, <laughs> You're you're very seasoned in doing this, and you spent some time driving around the East Coast training people. Can you share kind of how that started and what inspired you to do that and where that led you to?
0: Yeah, that started with the class. I teach a one-hour class. I still offer it. It's mostly virtual now, more often than not. But in 2019, I, I wrote this class. It's called the Quiet Success Workshop. And it's a class on how to build a real estate business as an introvert. And so that first year, you know, I was teaching it for free and I just called up a bunch of offices within driving distance and said, Hey, can I come teach this class? And it was wonderful because I got a lot of good feedback. I made some tweaks, I improved it. And I was able to, it was wonderful to teach it in person. And I'm excited to teach it in person more in the future, because I could really see the agent's reactions. A lot of times there were tears. A lot of times there were tears of relief and just someone making them feel like, Oh, I can do this. And I don't have to change my entire personality. And there are techniques that will work for me. So there was a lot of that. And I, I just really got the sense that I was helping people, even if it was, so it was only, you know, a handful of people who came up and talked to me after the class. I just, I love that. That's, that's what fuels me is this helping people, even just one person in each class that it can make a difference. Hopefully it's more than that, but you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's inspirational, right?
0: I mean, yeah, it's fantastic.
1: That feeling and yeah. authenticity to engage with somebody where They don't feel like they're alone or they realize that they don't have to struggle and that there is another way and they don't have to follow what everybody else is doing or listen to the masses on what works for, you know, 50% or 60% or 70% of people out there. There's always another way.
0: There's always another way. And, you know, that's just, that's one third of the class. We also talk about managing your energy and avoiding burnout. A lot of agents come to this class and they are right on the verge of burning out. And so we can help them avoid that. And then also taking more time off. You know, that's another important aspect.
1: So that's something I wanted to bring up too. So I'd, I'd ask this in two parts, I guess. What are some telltale signs of burnout that you've seen? And then what do you say to people to give themselves permission to take time off and do a reset?
0: Okay, two good questions. Signs of burnout. Irritability is usually the biggest one. If things are, or people are just driving you crazy for seemingly no reason, that's a sign of burnout. It's similar to that phenomenon of being hangry. You don't have enough food, seriously, because it's a lack of energy.
1: No, so, I, yeah,
0: a lack of caloric energy or physical, mental energy, its this, it presents the same way in a lot of people. So if you're just being you know, frustrated or flying off the handle at small things, that's a sign of burnout. Um, and then things to give yourself permission. That's the hardest part, right? Giving yourself the permission to actually do it. I can tell you this and it might not sink in, but just keep telling yourself, maybe even put a sticky note on a mirror somewhere to remind yourself when you're burned out, you're no good to anyone. So if you really want to be of service and help people and, and show up well, not just for your clients, but for your family and friends and yourself. And also burnout affects your physical health too. So taking care of yourself is really important as well. It's all connected. If you want all those things to to you know move forward and, and be at their highest and best you have to take care of yourself too. And that only happens with time off. That only happens with taking a break and getting away from everything. And for the people who have burned out before, which most of us have burned out before, you know that it takes so much longer to recover from that versus just maintaining an average level of, you know, energy throughout the weeks or months. So, maybe that looks like you take a day off once a week for maintenance versus you have to take a week off unexpectedly because you totally burned out. So, it's not really efficient. Burnout is not efficient. That's kind of my point here.
1: So, there's the analogy of the airplane oxygen mask, right? That you need to put yours on first. Otherwise, you're no good to anybody Mm -hmm. to help them. What do you say to? all the real estate pros out there that are parents and have kids or, you know, a very demanding load just because of lifestyle or family dynamic. How, how do you communicate with those people to put themselves first while they have other responsibilities that don't ever go away as a parent? Like I know that, right? Like I have five Mm -hmm. kids, it's always daddy, 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 daddy. Right. And that's, blessing i'm grateful for it but sometimes it's also demanding like dude just give me a minute you know right. <laughs> what do you say to those people that have that don't know how because like that's what i would say right if if it's you and i on a coaching session right now like that's one of the things that i would tell you like hey sometimes i just don't even know where to start or where to begin because i'm just tired or i'm burnt out and i can't just stop like there's no red light right it's always green or yellow there's no red light. So what do I do?
0: Well, I would start by saying that I can sympathize and I can give some advice. I cannot empathize because I'm not going to ever pretend that I know what that's like because I don't have children myself. So I I don't want to be a hypocrite. Um, what I've heard from other parents, clients who have kids, you know, it is the mask analogy. It's a very true. If you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of these little humans who depend on you. And one of the, the simple, obviously getting a babysitter is answer. Number one, if that's not in the budget or feasible all the time, you know, it's always a good idea to partner with another agent parent that you trust and just take turns. One person takes all the kids for a certain amount of time, and then the other person does, and you swap out. And that way it doesn't cost anything, and you're helping somebody else. Like that's the easiest way, just across the board, to get some alone time away
1: from the kids. Pull your resources. I like that. That's yeah, cool. Totally. Where are you in real estate today, and what are you doing?
0: I am coaching, training, speaking Um, next week. I'm very excited. I'm flying out to, well, I don't know when this will air, but um, (laughs) December 2021, I'm flying out back East and I'm speaking at a conference in in Atlantic City. And I'm so excited because this will be the first in-person stage in two years.
1: Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you
0: Yes. I can stay
1: healthy, travel safe. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Right? Yeah. Um,
0: good to go. So that's what I'm excited about. That's kind of where the business is headed. I do a summary referral business as well. But at this point, I just feel like I can do more good in the world, helping agents
1: and making an impact.
0: And then making an impact, and I can help them help the buyers and sellers and sellers of the world, you know.
1: I love that. There's something I saw on your feed, I think it was called the five year experience. Is that did I is that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. You tell me about that. That sounds cool, whatever it is.
0: I know, I'm excited about it. It should be cool. I don't know a lot about it. I'm the one hosting it, I'm not the one teaching it. So Brent Scott is a friend of mine. And he's a, he's a coach with the locker room and he offered to teach this to my community, my people in my Facebook group, whoever's, you know, in my world who sees it and signs up. Um, So that'll be happening in a couple of days. And essentially it's, it's an overview of, you know, where you been in your business and in your life, how much have you grown and then where are you headed in one year and in five years? And I know that's kind of, you know, a lot of times we do this future casting thing in different classes. Um, But I I personally haven't done that in a while. So I'm looking forward to it just selfishly for myself to uh, go through that experience and and kind of think about where I want my business and life to be in the future.
1: Is it set up to be like informational or is it a kind of a hey, let's plan the next five years together type of situation?
0: No, I believe it's going to be more workshop style where awesome. we're actually going to do it in the class.
1: That's really cool. I signed up for it. At least I think I did. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to go through it. Check yeah, it out. Okay. What are some things that you would recommend to newer introverted agents who are struggling with figuring out what to do, how to do it, where to start, how to get out of their own way, any of those categories Mm. or a couple things that we can help our audience with?
0: Um, Okay, so very, very simply and easily, if you're brand, brand new and you don't have any lead gen strategy in place already, start by making a list of every place where you're interacting with other people in other parts of your life. Start there. And then I'll i will I'll give you guys my favorite script. I don't really like scripts, but this one I like. When you're out and about meeting new people, just simply ask them, what do you do for work? And that will give you the opening. If you don't want to vomit real estate on people, which we don't want to do, you know, it's easy to do that. <laughs> so we don't want to, people don't like that so much. So It's better to just ask them what they do for a living, and then they'll ask you the same thing after they tell you. So that's a very easy, simple script that you can use with people who you don't already know the answer to that question. (laughs) Don't go up to your kid's teacher and be like, what do you do for work? You know, (laughs) 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 so start there. And then if you're maybe a year or two in, you've already tried some strategies. Again, make a list. I love lists list all the things you're doing for lead gen and then ask yourself how effective is each of these and how much do I enjoy each of these? And then you can, you know, do this a little analysis and make some decisions about what things to get rid of entirely and stop spending time on them. If they're not working and you hate them, the things that are working, take that time you just got back and put it over there. Just reallocate the resources. That's my very easy advice. And, t- and start scheduling time off, like once a week at least.
1: Where do you stand on strengths versus weaknesses? Like, I think I know your answer, um, just based our off our conversation, but I, I'd love to know where you stand on when, you know, using that list in, as, as an example, right? Somebody may have a list of, okay, I'm doing these 10 things, and these five suck, or I don't wanna do them, and these three, four, five are working, and obviously you always want to do more of what's working but there is this age old debate on you know should you should focus on your strengths and just go with those and leverage that or no you should build up your weaknesses to help you balance and compensate i have my own opinion i'd love to know your opinion
0: i think unless one of the weaknesses is making you a lot of money it's not worth the effort so i would say stay away from the weaknesses unless Again, unless you think it's going to make a ton of money or it is making a ton of money, maybe that's something you can leverage and have somebody else do and give them a little piece of this pile of money so you don't have to do it.
1: I love it. I agree 100% wholeheartedly. Just focus on your strengths and hire your weaknesses.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, it's not just about money either. It's quality of life.
1: Well, and feeling good, right? Like you want to feel good. And if you're always focusing on your weaknesses, you're not going to feel good. If you focus on your strengths, you're going to feel good. And when you feel good, different things are going to come to fruition.
0: Absolutely. It's strategically creating momentum for yourself.
1: Okay. One gold nugget to pay forward to all of our friends out there. One thing, if somebody takes away one thing, From our conversation today and it can be something you already said or it cannot it can be something else that you'd want to share what is it
0: okay my favorite golden nugget i don't think we covered this already is pay close attention to your energy level and when you feel it think of it like your phone battery when it starts to get too low you got to stop and rest and if you're an introvert, take time by yourself to recharge. If you're an extrovert, go find some people to recharge with them. That's not my wheelhouse, but you can figure it out. Whatever that looks like for you to rest and recharge that battery, it's, it's the best thing. It's good for mental health. It's good for physical health. It's good for avoiding that terrible burnout that we've all experienced at one point or another. That's my golden nugget.
1: I love that, Ashley. Where can people find you? They want to reach out, have a conversation, talk, ask a question, join your program, do that introverted stuff. Where can they find you?
0: All the introverted things. um, Moveoverextroverts.com. And I'm on social media. I do run a Facebook group if people want to join that. It's called Introverts in Real Estate. Pretty simple.
1: Okay. And that's public. Anyone can join that?
0: Yeah, they have to answer a few questions, but I promise I'll let you in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, this has been awesome. Thank you for your time this morning. I look forward to uh, sharing this with the world.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.